All right, I guess officially this is the first podcast of the summer of 2023. Officially. Yeah. Is it summertime officially yet? I don't think it is. Yes, it is. It is? I mean, the kids are out of school. Well, I know, but you'd like the actual day of summer, like some, when the summer season starts. Has summer started yet? I think so. All right. I don't know. It's weird because like it'll, I don't know. Being Cal- down in Florida, summer started like three months ago, so I don't know when officially it starts, but. Cal graduated kindergarten. That is a big deal, so I guess summer has uh has started. Uh, before we start the podcast, real quick, thank you uh, to one of our title sponsors, WarriorMom.org. That is the story. That it's a book. It's a platform. It's it's really incredible. It's Tracy Slepsevic. You can get all the info about her, her new book, Warrior Mom, at WarriorMom.org. This is the story of her journey in healing her son with autism. It really is a, a remarkable story, kind of a guidebook for parents with autism. Uh, very simply laid out of how you can go about in uh, researching, analyzing, and then really implementing uh, new tactics uh, if you have a child who is newly diagnosed with autism, warriormom.org. Also, uh, our friends at Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach, Florida. These uh, these people are the best, and uh, we got to say this is one of our favorite spots to go. You know, we talk a lot about date night and how special needs parents still got to go on date night and connect and have fun and live life. Krabby Bills is, I would say, 9.5 times out of 10 is where we go to do that. So it's true. We've been going there forever. Father's Day is coming up June 18th. Uh, and at Krabby Bills, they're offering a two course meal special surf and turf, ribeye steak with grilled shrimp topped with garlic butter sauce. You get the veggies and the mashed potatoes, and you can't leave out dessert, which is that Reese's peanut butter pie and fresh whipped cream. They also have live music every day at their loading dock at the original Krabby Bills Indian. Rocks Beach. It is uh, truly one of our favorite. We were just there day before yesterday. Every time you talk about it, I want to go there. I know. I was, I was thinking that goes today. Okay, we're recording this on a Friday. That Friday Krabby Bills makes total like, total <laughs> sense to me. By the way, nothing goes together like a Friday and Krabby Bills. I think that's uh, that's perfect. So, uh, but anyway, they would love to see you there at uh, for Father's Day. We may we may go too. Actually, that actually sounds like a great Father's Day. It does. A little surf and turf at Krabby's. Come home, jump in the pool. I'm all about Sounds it. good. So we did say summer has kicked off, obviously, for uh, for Cal and the other kids as well. He has graduated kindergarten. Hey, that's cool. That's really big. I mean, that's not something we had probably on schedule. Like, he he did this on schedule. He was, He's supposed to graduate kindergarten this year, and he did. Yeah. I would say a year and a half ago, I would have put that at like a 20%, maybe. Well, and we kind of had a rough start to the school year with therapy and stuff. So I had no plan of him graduating kindergarten. Yeah. 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 Who knew? I, yeah, I was going to say, I had that. I mean, that's not something I had in the, uh, the bingo card did not have that for May 2023. Uh, not on mine, at least. So this is really cool that that happened. And uh, really credit to you for, uh, you know, getting all the therapies and the scheduling, working with the school. It was a very, how do we say, touch and go year with the school. But we were able to figure it all out. And so that's good. It was very rocky, but we ended on good terms. Yeah, it was good. Um, and he's all set up for next year to start with his therapist yeah, in the building. That's really good. And and he, by the way, as it went on, was looking forward to go to school. He I mean, liked it. He liked it. And that was not the case uh, in the first half of, of his uh, school career, I guess you could say. that there, there was like, I mean, we had to pull him out at one point. You know what I mean? It's like For two months. Yeah. So... Anyway, things got turned around, so it was great to get together with the staff and work on a personalized, customized plan for Cal, which was just great for everybody, to be quite honest with you. So 
Uh, we've talked about it in other episodes, you know, it's about personalizing and customizing. You know, this is not a one size fits all situation. And so with that, there's not going to be a one size fits all solution. And um, everybody got together and did the work, but it was tough. But credit to you because you had to really, you had to really get in there and you had to really shake it up. Oh, I did. And you <laughs> <laughs> no, so Cal, I talked before, he has anxiety and I didn't see that until this year. So from the point that he walks into the building to when he leaves, he has to know exactly what's going to happen and who he's going to be with. So luckily enough, his therapists were able to be with him and walk with him and do all that. So Yeah, and you know, just along with that, and I think a lot of parents can understand, you know, he really can't explain it, obviously, which and a lot of kids on the spectrum can't explain what they're feeling. They just act it out. So which, was, which is becomes bad behavior. Yeah. And so it's just a tough thing because then, you you know, you start feeling like, well, what else is he, you know, not saying and this and that. And that's just part of the evolution of this whole thing. But it's nice, actually, once in a while to get something solved in kind of a short amount of time. I mean, this went on for months, but honestly, in the in the large view of things, the scope, it's not bad. Like a few months of, you know, massive stress and we figured it out. That's kind of a win, by the way. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And and I hate that I had to go down that road, like of really shaking things up, but it worked out. Yeah. But you've talked to a lot of parents who were like really appreciative of the story. They're like, hey, thanks for a lot of people don't even know it's possible. Like you can go in there and say, listen, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to have that. And then, of course, they volley back. Well, we're going to have all these meetings and do this. And, and it's actually a healthy part of the process. It is. It is. It's it's like, hey, you, we disagree. We're at a disagreement. We're at a we're at a standstill. So now it's time to start. Basically, it's just a giant negotiation. By the way, an IEP meeting, and that's not what this was. I mean, that's how this started, is a giant negotiation. That's all it is. Yeah. It's like anything else, right? You're going to go. You got a set of things you want. They got a set of things that they want. Usually, the old Venn diagram, many of the things aren't in the middle of the two circles. So you got to find a way to get them there. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just giving. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. Venn diagram. I'm actually taking a math class now and we're <laughs> studying Venn diagrams. And I'm the other day I'm reading, I'm like, I'll never use this crap in real life. Hey, podcast. I just busted it out. Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending, I've never heard of it. I'm sending this to my, uh, my, 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 the doctor of the class. She'll be thrilled that I use that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forget what I was going to say. Well, Venn diagrams and Cal and negotiation, IEP. Those are, that's what I got. <laughs> nothing, nothing rung the bell. <laughs> no. Um, anyways, he just, oh, I was saying that I told his doctor, he just had his a yearly checkup at the developmental pediatrician. And I told the doctor what we were able to do at the school. And he was very impressed because school and autism is really strange. Yeah. How is the check? I wasn't there, but is the checkup a little, and when you say checkup, this, this is the place and the doctor that actually gave him the diagnosis. Yeah. Right. So is it weird going back there? No. And <laughs> what's really weird is we walked in the building and Cal goes, home sweet home. Oh, boy. That's I'm like, <laughs> how do you know what this is? I'm like, it's like reminding me of like stranger things. I was just L. thinking about when she goes back to the, uh, you know, the, the place. Yeah. What, what what do you call that? It was like a, a laboratory, but they live there. Yeah. And they have the toys and. I read somewhere online and this is one of these like fringe sites, you know, like fans of the show. That L, her name's L, mm -hmm. but what's her 11? 11. Yeah. She, her character is like, clearly has some type of spectrum or, or 
is modeled around some of the signs of symptoms of autism. It's, looks like it. Yeah, this guy went into like deep, I think it was a YouTube video. It was for, anyways, forever ago. It was like a year and a half ago when the show was like hot, like when everybody was talking about it. But they were talking about how they modeled some things and then the other kids as well, and then how they could kind of communicate without communicating. Um, it's but, more when you see them in that place and they're playing with the toys. Yeah. Because autism and all these special toys. You well, know? and then, but they, they, yeah, they, they were kind of saying that when she does that thing, whatever that thing is, and then her nose bleeds. Yeah. They were saying that that was her meltdown. Oh, yeah. So that, you know, there was like five things that they, they were like scientifically trying to equate to, um, you know, that would correspond with autism. Wow. And some of the, some of the signs and, uh, I, I know I shouldn't be using the word symptoms, but I, I just don't know the word right now. It's early in the morning. It's the earliest we've done a podcast. In I think forever, we had so. two sips of coffee. Um, so anyways, I think you've doubled what I had. I didn't have any, <laughs> <laughs> I like smelt it. I was like, Oh, this coffee smells so good, but we got to do this real quick. Um, um, yeah. So we walked in, he's like home sweet home. And I'm like, Oh, how do you know? That is funny. <laughs> I mean, I, it, that is crazy. Yeah. And then we went in, he's, he's very comfortable there and he just sat down and played while I talked to the doctor. And that's it. It's more just, do I have any questions? Is there anything new? Here's more therapy. He told me about um, equestrian therapy. Starts at age six, so he thought that would be really good for him. I am not buying a horse. I just need to get that out there. <laughs> we will not. I'm sorry. Music I, I got to draw. I, I love him. I'll do anything for him. But I think, <laughs> I think I would give my life before I bought a horse. Yeah, I don't think that's covered with uh, the scholarship. God, picking up after the, <laughs> I'm joking. Picking I up, think most picking up after the dog it. is enough. Can you imagine having a horse in your backyard? That'd be your job. Uh, having a horse is a job. Yeah. Yeah. How, who does this guy think he is? He can just start, you know, prescribing horses to people. <laughs> Here, I just wrote your script for a horse. Stop, stop <laughs> it. I do have the referral. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's terrible. I, I think insurance covers it. <laughs> Us autism family. I mean, we're all yeah, going, we're is, all going broke. You tell, know, and you know the, why? Like, you know why thing. autistic families go broke because the doctor tells you you have to go buy a horse. That's why we're going broke <laughs> over here, folks. What is like the number again? <laughs> what number? Of, like um, how expensive a kid is, and then autism. Oh yeah, so it's like the average kid. Now this is America, and I think this is like two years old. It's pretty recent. From birth to like eighteen, like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, but autism, for a typical kid. yeah. And then autism. And of course the functionality, you know, makes a difference. Um, but it's over like $2 million. Yeah. I believe so, it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that was 18, um, and not 25, but whatever it is, I mean, whatever the age is, the age cap, it's 10 times, you know, it's 10 times. I mean, I would love to know the money that we've spent in Play-Doh um clothing clothing well you know it's diapers. Funny. yeah you tell people you know like you know how everybody all parents complain about diapers it's like right but your kid got potty trained at two it's like he's five and still not potty trained yeah and We've, we're still buying baby wipes yeah. and everything and guess what he still gets butt rashes yeah like a need, baby you need the butt cream yeah yep it's actually he so he's doing really well potty training with his therapist but Cal, he, you said it yesterday, he picks people to do certain things. Yeah. And so he has something, it's it's not called OCD, it's called, um, I can't even think of the word. The doctor said it the other day. Well, it's probably not a word, it's probably three letters, like everything else that we have to learn. <laughs> there's no way it's a so word, there's never words word. in this, they're always, there's just letters. It, it's. I know. <laughs> it's, it's similar to OCD, but it's not. Yeah. But then, so 
his therapists have to start teaching me how to potty train him like they do so he can get used to me doing it. Because if I say, let's go on the potty, he'll say, no, thanks. And start headbutting. Yeah, he assigns roles to, to everybody. And so, you know, we are the people who apparently clean his butt. And, well, his, and but he his therapist, loves like, his mommy. Yeah. You know? He wants and, me to hold him and hug him and he wants to be the baby. And Well, you know, if you if you want him to be potty trained, like for everybody, you know what you have to do. What? Get a horse. You get a horse and it all goes away. That's just, you know. Stop it. <laughs> go buy a horse. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that is, I, you know, listen, I say all the time, if you if you can't find a way to laugh at your situation, you're done. I mean, you're done. Like, yeah, it's true. No, it is true. I mean, think about the most stressful times of your life and you're like, I, I'm not laughing, I'm crying, and I'm stressed out and I can't eat and I can't sleep. You're done. You know, you got to find a way to laugh. So I, I'll just be laughing at the horse thing for a while because, you know, we're in the middle of this autism. It's like a family crisis. You know, we're trying to figure it all out. And the four other kids and the doctor says, go get a horse. I mean, I'm sorry. I just I got to laugh. I got I got to. Well, that's you, pretty funny. You know, it's funny. It reminds me real quick of a story because my background is is in radio. I was on the radio for like 22 years. And, um, you know, there were some big time radio shows. One of them uh, were called the Bob and Tom radio show. And I know these guys really well because. I was on the radio in Indianapolis for a while, and that's where they're based out of. And so I've hung out with them for years. And um, the, one of their co-hosts, Chick McGee, um, great guy. We're both uh, we're both Washington football fans, so we, we'd hang out a lot. But Bob, he retired a few years ago, and he's a really funny guy, really nice guy too. But he just got cancer, and he just went on the show, uh, the Bob and Tom show. They still call it the Bob and Tom show, even though Bob's been gone. Which is really smart because I have a feeling they're just writing Bob a check to use his name. And his name isn't something amazing. It's Bob. But whatever. They, they're still <laughs> using it and still writing him a check. But anyway, um, so he started a new podcast. Unfortunately, Bob just got diagnosed with cancer. So he's doing a podcast called The Bob and Cancer Show. The Bob and Cancer Podcast. But they had him on and he was just he was just funny about it. And having fun with it and laughing at it. And, you know, obviously it's serious undertones. This is big time stuff. But he's... He's like, I got to laugh at it. You know what I mean? So he's doing it. Yeah, it's the only way he can handle yeah. it. So I just think about things like that. And, you know, special needs parents, it's like, it's crazy because everything, you know, people were like, oh, I'm just living day by day. I'm like, day by day? I can't even think right now about getting to, we're recording this at 7.42 in the morning. I can't even think about getting to 7.42 at night tonight. You right? can't even think of what our day's going to look like. It's literally minute by minute. Yeah. Minute by minute. So, you know, it's it's just really interesting how how you have to appreciate the minutes, you know, appreciate the time, try to get through the day, but you got to have fun. You got to laugh. You got to live life. Cause we've seen the alternative. I mean, we've talked to people and it's just, and it's easy to do. I'm not saying that these people are, 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 are weak or, or give up. No, that's, <laughs> it's right there for you. And there's been times where we've just been like, my God, we've just had a miserable month. We're stressed. We're Depressing. not, we're not well. Yes. I mean, it's so, you got to find ways to have fun and, and laugh and joke. And I don't know. You just do. I, I just, I don't know another way to do it. It's dark. The other ways are dark, you know? I agree. Yeah. It's like yesterday, Trey asked me, he's like, dad, why, how do you work out outside on the driveway? It's so hot. And da, 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 da. I'm like, man, this is more about mental, emotional. You know, it's like all that sweat coming out of me and, and getting those toxins out of me. It's just, and, and I'm in a zone, you know, it's more about mental. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So. That definitely helps with anxiety and stress. Yep. And yep. So yes. So Cal's back at the therapy center um, about like 31 hours a week between the therapy center and home for ABA. And we get to the place and he gets out of the car and sees a duck. 
Well, that duck ruined his therapist, <laughs> his therapist morning, his morning. Yeah, and, and I'm like, and what you're saying is it ruined it because he wanted to go play with the duck, but he, he had wanted, to go. Yes, yeah, because he, he loves to the, he see loves and look at the duck. We walked inside. He starts banging his head. I'm protecting his head. He tries to bite me. He pulls my hair. Then I hand him over to the therapist, and she's like, and I I text her when I left. I said the duck's gone, and she goes, thank God. <laughs> And is this the new therapist? No, it's the one that he's been with oh, in the okay. morning. Because he does have a new therapist. And I thought, well, that would be a hell of an introduction to like day two. <laughs> right. So you know. he um, lost his other therapist um, before school ended. And now he just started with a new one this this week. Yeah. It's a couple always, days. It's always uh, interesting. You know, she's we, either going to hang in there or he's going to scare her away. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's. And you can't worry about it anymore because we've been through this. Like the first couple of times it gets a new therapist, it like it, it'll honestly take over your week. You'll just worry about how they're going to connect, if they're going to connect, what's connection going to be like, et cetera, et cetera. And now you just go, yeah. Listen, hope, hopefully your training has paid off. I mean, he's not going to change, so hopefully you're able to. Right? Um, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, but um, that therapy center's been really good for him. We've got a good little schedule. It's tough for you because you're driving insane amounts now. I know. Um, but I there's I don't no know. alternative. Yeah. Um, well, we wanted to make this kind of a short update, you know, with the summer, what's going on. And as we get into our new summer schedule with the podcast, we appreciate everybody, um, who's been hanging in there. And I didn't want to make a huge deal about this, but you know, I mean, it is cool and, and, and it's great for autism and autism families, but our daily autism and dailyautism.com portal is now expanding its reach. We are going, I guess for me, it's kind of full circle. I don't care about me. I'm talking about just the audience and, and parents and stuff, but we're being added to a radio station uh, here on the Gulf Coast of Florida in the Tampa Bay and Sarasota areas with the Salem Media Group. They've got a radio station called 860 AM, The Answer, and um, they're going to add us to their weekend lineup talking about autism, uh, everything related with autism, all of the stories and connecting with people who are you know, my whole thing with this, when I said, because I was on the radio forever, and, and I said to myself, you know, everybody's like, oh, autism, it's too, it's too niche. It's too, you know, and some people say niche. You know, niche, like quiche. It's niche. <laughs> if you say, if you like quiche, you'll say niche. Okay. I don't like quiche. If you like, I don't either. So I say niche, right? I like cold beer and buffalo wings, so I'm a niche guy. Yeah. Niche, but not niche. <laughs> niche but anyway Stop it. so they would say they would say it's too you know it, it's just not mainstream enough and i i kind of now in doing this and and, and you have uh, and i have built this platform for a couple of years now the dailyautism.com and all the social media videos and america's only autism hotline and the linkedin newsletters and facebook and twitter and instagram and you know tiktok and i'm like no it's we're at one in 36 now with uh, and this is CDC numbers for the prevalence of, of autism. And I just really appreciate the people at Salem Media who, in the broadcast radio media world, traditional terrestrial broadcasting, it's, it's kind of taking a chance, letting us on the air and talking about this stuff. It is kind of taking a chance. And so I appreciate it. Um, you know, I think we've proven ourselves the body of work is there with hundreds of podcast episodes and tens of thousands of, of social media videos. But so anyway, we're going to join their weekend lineup, and I hope that grows to bigger uh, things as well as time goes on. But I think it's really cool. So this is going to be our first weekend, you know, when we're recording this. You know, today's Friday, June the 7th, so this weekend will be our first weekend there. And, uh, you know, it'll be streaming on all of their digital platforms as well and, and, and on their website and everything. But it's cool to get back on the radio in a much different capacity, 
you know, we're not going to be uh, giving away concert tickets uh, and doing prank calls and stuff. But it'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun and something different. And I'm just glad that we can have a show on the radio that, like again, I said, I, I understand it won't affect, it won't impact everybody. But boy, it'll impact a lot of people, and the impact you do make on those people hopefully will be will be really big. Yes, uh, I think it's very cool, and it is tomorrow morning at six a.m. Right. We don't know when people are going to listen to this podcast, so that's why I gave the date. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a t- <laughs> see. That's the thing about on-demand audio, which is what we're doing. You can get this whenever you want. Like you might listen to this August fifteenth and say this is great. But August 15th might be Tuesday, and so we don't want to say tomorrow. Right. So it's on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's that's really cool. I Listen, I, you know, I've said this before on the podcast. I mean, <clears throat> at that one in third, excuse me, that one in 36 number of prevalence of autism, that now makes it more common to have autism than green eyes. So I have really pushed back on the narrative of it's, it's niche. It's too niche. <laughs> Niche and quiche. No, it's it, it's not. And and that number that number, by the way, so that was since since the CDC has 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 tracked that, has never gone down. Like it's never spot. You know, well, it has gone down. What I'm saying is the prevalence has never um, gone down. It's always gone up. Right. So it started, you know, one in ten thousand, and it's in one in seventy five hundred. But it's never like gone to like one fifty six, and then on like a year later, like oh, now it's back to one in eighty five. It's never done that. It's, right. Uh, you right. know, so you yes. you have to wonder where where and when. Yeah, it'll bottom out if it will. But, um, you know, for it to be more common to have autism than green eyes is, I don't know. That's, I hear that stat and I kind of stop. Now, I do have green eyes, so it kind of hits home with me. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's, I don't know. That's a big thing for me. That's, I think that's big. It is, that's crazy. Yeah, I think if, I think if like the news, like the mainstream news, I don't watch the news anymore. We cut the cord, which has actually been great. I'm happier not watching the news. But I think I, like that could be a headline, couldn't it? Like, I think so. Can't you see, like, I'm Lester Holt, and tonight it's more common to have autism than green eyes. I think people would be like, oh, my God, did you hear what Lester Holt just said? Like, I think that's a big deal. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? It is a big deal. Yeah, but they won't now do I'm it. Now I'm, like, they trying to think it. of everyone I look at, you know, and I'm like. <laughs> You're going to stare at people's eyes. You're like, hey, yeah. come here. Let me see in there. <laughs> that's funny. All I right, w- wonder if the horse that the doctor prescribed to us has green eyes. Like, I wonder <laughs> if that's part of the whole thing. Maybe they'll. It's funny. All right. Uh, good update. So we'll be back at our regular schedule now with at least two podcast episodes a week. The radio show, uh, dailyautism.com to get all our social media video links and, and newsletter and the autism hotline, which is 877-344-ATSM. My tagline on that is no algorithms, no clickbait. It's just it's an old fashioned hotline to get info. 877-344-ATSM. Thank you again to warriormom.org. And our friends at Krabby Bills, the original Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach. Very nice of them to support our platform and uh, and just create uh, an awesome place for people to go, including special needs parents, to kind of kick back and, and enjoy and, and have fun. So we definitely appreciate that. All right. We'll see you online at dailyautism.com.